So, hello and welcome to episode 31 of Duck Sized Horses Podcast, the comedy podcast which aims to hopefully answer the would you rather questions you've hopefully always wanted answered. I realise I said hopefully an awful lot there. I'm very hopeful for <laughs> the rest of this episode. We're 31 episodes in and we're just about nailing that entrance yeah, intro bit there. it's good, it's good. So anyway, <laughs> I'm Nathan Harat. And I'm Jack Higgins. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Very, very good. well. Um, thought I'd just about... Uh, Escaped burning the roof of my mouth off on the, the hottest chocolate pudding that was in the good, world. It was a bit too hot one, I apologise. It was a lovely chocolate pudding, all the same. They said gas mark six on the box. I may have gone seven. Oh. I think that's the that was the issue. Living on the edge. Yes, yeah, so I apologise for the heat of that chocolate pudding. It's all good. I, I'm, I'm thankful for it anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough about us yes. and our, our food. Shall we crack on with a few things? Let's crack on with the admin. A few bits of admin. So, firstly, thank you to everyone that continues to listen to each episode we do really appreciate it mm-hmm. um thank you to everyone that's got in touch we have some excitement about this episode we do we we uh well about this episode and the, the, and pre- the previous previous one, yes. one so we'll we'll leave you teased with yeah, that, bit for of the time being. For that but yes thank you for everyone that's got in touch thank you to everyone that got involved in the polls we will come to them shortly um Last bit of admin. Actually, no, penultimate bit of admin. If you hear any rustling at any point during this recording, it's because we may well be eating, one of us or both of us may well be eating <laughs> chocolate at some point. Because Jack Higgins, very kindly for my birthday, bought me possibly the biggest bag of heroes uh, I have ever seen. Big bag of heroes for a great big hero. Oh, That's, mate. mate. There we go. That was, that was lovely. Thank um, you. Thank ho- you very much. Holy recommend it. They've put like little... Uh, little mini double deckers in yeah there, what was Dink- it? A, dinky, dinky, a dinky decker dinky decker um so as is customary with these things when when we're eating and when we're sampling goods if they're representative <laughs> from from cabris or are they made by craft now uh, they probably are everything uh, else isn't it or uh or find uh Mon- mondelez cabris cabris mondelez mondelez i don't, I don't know Any, <laughs> anybody from cabris yeah we, we've, we've given you a plug. Yeah. Give us a good. But yeah, so that's a little footnote. If you hear any rustling, it may be me or Higgins eating some chocolate. Uh, I've just remembered this little, little side thing. Uh, little bottles of Fentiman's Rose Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, 85p in Sainsbury's at the moment. Well, I mean, let's forget recording this. Let's yeah. go to Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, representatives from Fentiman's. <laughs> yeah. Send it over. Highly recommend it. Right, so like, final bit of admin now is just the scores. They are currently Nathan Herat 16, Jack Higgins 14. Crawling so back. You're coming back into it. I think you've won the last three on the bounce now. You've got I a think. hat-trick, I think. You have hat-trick. A couple, of, uh, a couple of wins on the coin toss as well, which is always exciting. So we'll see if you can... High-octane. ...can bring it back to just one episode between us. Right then, question time. It is. Here we go. Not, not the... Not the question time. No. Not the is, political question yeah, time. Yeah, which is an absolute shower of... Pity. Pity. (laughs) It's Uh, a family podcast, Higgins. Remember that from the outset. It's a very good save as almost expletives fell out of you. Yeah. I mean, well, here you go. It's it's, it's it's an upsetting, angry program. Listen to a few episodes of us instead. Absolutely. That's That's a a very good save. Let's uh, let's come on to the question. So the question for this month. Yes. Is uh, a doozy and it is as follows. So we're read it out and then we'll go to our polls we will go to the polls would you rather 
be the first person to discover aliens or the first person to walk on Mars? Great question. I just realised I've wrote it wrong in our Have you? Uh, tweet. <laughs> oh, that's not embarrassing at all. Oh, wait, no, it's fine. I just read it wrong. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> that I, is I, quite yeah. embarrassing. That's, yeah, and that's recorded now. That's, yeah. Ah, damn. If only you could have made that mistake with thousands of people <laughs> listening. It's uh, all right, you haven't. <laughs> so, yes, uh, yeah. would, you, would you rather be the first person to, dis- to discover aliens or the first person on Mars? Yes. So... Our polls on Twitter.com have gone 83% discover aliens first, and only 17% people, 17% of people want want to be the first person on Mars. I'm surprised. That's quite high. And over on the land of uh, mums and cat memes on (laughs) Facebook.com, it's a little bit closer. Is it? It's 55% percent aliens and 45 percent miles almost uh, a brexit almost yeah a brexit. almost so close more people leaning towards aliens in both poles that's very uh, interesting but a little shout out to to frank to chris to vance to lauren to ollie to abby to katie dan tom david uh and everybody else who's got Everyone involved got in touch. so yeah thank you so much yes it's greatly um, appreciated so nathan yes mate same question to you then would you rather be the first person to discover aliens or the first person on Mars? Well, Higgins, thank you for the question, first of all. Um, that was very question time, that, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I went for aliens, the first person oh, to discover aliens. Gone with the public. The public, the popular vote. Oh, um, wow. Because I think there'd be more scope to befriend an alien and then you could work with them. Yeah. That's my thinking. So, classically, as I mean, I don't watch a lot of alien films, but classically, my understanding is in the sort of traditional alien film, the aliens are always seen as some kind of killer race that will destroy the human race mm-hmm. and some kind of foe. But I feel like if you are the first to discover them, you have the opportunity to to talk to them and get them on side and create a sort of not a status quo, but you know what I mean, like a, a calm yeah. appreciation of each other. Yeah. I put it down as a co-species unity. Co-species <laughs> unity, very good. You know when you write something, you think, my God, I'm pretentious. That 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 is that is the most pretentious thing hey, I've ever good. written in my you, entire you, life. With, with talk like that, they could quite easily believe that you are the leader. No, with Earth. talk like that, they will quite easily kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Because then you can kind of... There is the co-species unity, <laughs> but there's you can then move on to other things and kind of meet other aliens and sort of build a another kind of world, if you like. Yeah. So it's like almost like a, an interplanetary. Yeah, I think you can alliance. link everybody. Yeah, yeah, I like it. This is taking a very kind of inspiring yeah. turn, but I think yeah, if everyone is on the same page, there may well be disagreements, but I feel like. The power of speech is better than. Uh, oh yeah, well, would would you be able to communicate with them with them from the get go? Well, I mean, like, so you you, you rock up, you you speak your sort of uh, East Bristolian <laughs> uh, English, and I do, uh, I do. And then, um, what what would they say back? Would they just would they just shrug? I suppose so. I mean, that is the response I often get anyway. Yeah. So. No, I feel like there would be, there would obviously, 
initially maybe the language barrier, but I feel like there is always a way to communicate, even mm-hmm. if it's through blinks or sign language or you know gesturing. Yeah. And as time goes Point, on, pointing at things and saying things slower and louder. Yeah, exactly. Classic sort of Brit on tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like over time you would build up a, a a language, I suppose, between the two of you, if that's not English. But then who's to say they don't already speak English? Yeah. Who's to say? We don't already that, speak yeah, alien. Alien. Our English could be could be alien. Yeah. If that makes sense. I may have confused myself there. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, some funny little isms that we say could, yeah, they could, could translate. Yeah. But then you run the danger of saying the wrong thing. That's true, yeah, I suppose. I like, suppose, yeah, insulting could happen quite quickly. You could say, I've, this, is, this, is my, this is my new hat. It is and my new hat. They, they, they might take that to mean, like, you're going to, to I don't know, set their mum's house on fire or something. Uh, uh, true. I mean, they've taken that badly, haven't they? Let's yeah. be fair. But then I suppose on the flip side of that, you know, they could like a hat too. Oh, good Lord, what was that? <laughs> was that a text or? <laughs> I've got no idea. Apologies for the interruption. I'm just going to, uh... in fact, no no apologies at all. I'm going to edit that out smoothly. You should. You'll never know that that happened. Apart uh, from the fact we're referencing it now. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so you'd run yeah. the danger of. Oh, I suppose you could insult them, yeah, like we said. But I, I just feel like. If you invest enough time in it, you'll get to a stage where, you know, you're you're kind of like I say on the same page and you get along. But also, you could you could run a kind of a tour system where they come back. What's the word? Like foreign exchange. Yeah. So it'd be like intergalactic exchange. Right. So you. So they come back and they get feel. The, yeah, like you'd send a busload of kids off to yeah. a different planet, and they'd send a busload of tracksuits and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then, because I feel like, as much as we have a preconception of the alien race, I feel like the alien race has a preconception of the us. human race. So yeah. they'll probably be expecting us to go... I can't imagine that's very good. No, it's not going to be high, is it? But they're probably expecting us to freak out and implode. Yeah. Yeah. So if they get, a, you know, get them around a table and have a good discussion. All right. So, well, so you're the first person to meet them then. Yeah. Where Where are you meeting them? Where am I meeting them? Or is it like is it you, home or away? Yeah, you d- you discover them. Where where say say one's crash landed in the uh, in the in the field behind the house. Yeah, where where are we where are we going first? Yeah, what, what, so you walk over. Yeah, you see a crash landed thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what do you do? How do you what how do you say hello? You see a creature crawling out of a thing. Yeah. I suppose I would I would initially arrive at the scene. And check that they're okay. Would you not be a bit terrified? I would be absolutely terrified, but I'm in pretend world. I'm massively confident. Gotcha. In reality, I probably wouldn't have left the house. <laughs> but in this in this sort of pretend world, I'm basically implying that I'm kind of Superman and I can do anything. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, so I would I would check that they were okay, and then I suppose I would try and give them some water or food or something but i i wouldn't know i guess what they whether they would still need water if you know what i mean whether water is such a big i think that's a thing i think they say if like life exists that's what they look for on other yeah, plants that's, why, for, I, that's what i was water. thinking so water is always a priority but whether they would need water to the same extent we do well, they might have stopped at the services they might have already got some <laughs> yeah true they might have just broken down rather than sort of crash landed yeah but yeah i guess 
Well, you might have been coming here on purpose. All right, say they haven't crashed. They've just they've, they've, they've just come. This is part of their their excursion. They're doing like a, a book tour almost. Yeah. Roughly. They've just come here. So where would I take? So them? they they're here with a purpose. Then okay. So who? So they. Let's do the classic. They 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 land and they they say, "Take me to your leader." Well, now you see. Would you take them to meet? I wouldn't. Well, you see, uh, the act. This is a difficult question because. The head teacher of the school that I work at is called Miss Leader, so I could. Very good. Yeah. I could take, take them to see her. That would make sense because she, to be fair, she's a very efficient leader. Yeah. Very good. And I compared imagine... to the actual leader of the country at time of recording. Yes. Who uh, I would feel is more sort of akin to the thing that's landed in the field <laughs> as opposed to the actual leader. This is it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take. Them I would, no. I would. Any. Yeah, I think taking them to a, to a teacher would be good. Yeah. A nice, nice, respectable member of yeah. the community. I think they'd like our school. Yeah. I think they'd they'd, they'd kind of understand it, and it'd be cool for the kids to see. Mm, yes, <laughs> you make a good point. I'd be nervous about whether they would, how they would react. I think everybody. You, so, you would you would you take them out? Would you parade them around? And be like, this is the alien, or would you try and keep no, them? I don't keep them secret and keep them hidden. You I'd, know, like in ET. Yeah. I don't know if I would parade them around because I think that's a bit that's a bit demeaning for them to kind of waltz them about like a yeah. an object. But at the same time, I wouldn't keep them hidden because I wouldn't want them to become dependent on just me. Right, because I wouldn't want just me to be their perception of the human race. Gotcha. I'd want them to see the whole of the human race. So it's not quite ET where they're no, hiding them away. Not really. No, it's like a, a middle ground between ET and a film where you parade an alien. Quick, uh, quick joke. How many letters are there in the alphabet? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can only think of the actual answer. What's the actual answer then? Well, now I'm panicking. I'm panicking. Is it 26? No, it's 24. E.T. went home. Oh, <laughs> I dislike you sometimes. <laughs> 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 That's a very good joke, actually. I definitely would take them to meet you quite early on. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I think they'd leave straight away. They'd be like, well, clearly this guy is wasting our time. <laughs> No, but you could absolutely like retort them with incredible facts. I could. They you could. are a font of incredible knowledge, mate. Tell, tell, tell us about them. Yeah, but they they'd want to know more things. They'd want to know like actual facts about the planet yeah, but and you where know they've some landed. Like facts. yeah, some. But the more facts I know, it's like they they'd be like, it's like, well, tell us about your home, and I'd say more people are killed by sharks and sandcastles or sandcastles and sharks <laughs> every year. And I'd get it wrong. I'd, bum- it I'd wrong. bumble yeah. around like that, and they'd go, "This guy does." Yeah, but know that's what, what makes about. you so lovable, Higgins. Ah, thank you. You're too too kind. Um, but yeah, and I, I'd like I'd, I'd be up for meeting yeah, him. Yeah, if you discover them. Yeah, I expect to expect the phone call. Where like, would where would you take an alien? You're not going to believe this. Oh, um, I'd want to sort of like introduce him like gently, so I wouldn't sort of take them anywhere grand where there's going to be lots of people yeah but then i wouldn't i'd want to give them like a nice time uh so they they were like oh this is this is like a normal thing that people do so i, I don't know i'll probably just take them to frankie and benny's or something <laughs> <laughs> i've got to be honest i wasn't expecting that <laughs> well it's, it's it's a nice it's so you're you're basically saying that the i think the absolute it. kind of superiority of the human race the highlight of planet Earth for any visiting 
other being galactic member of society is Frankie and Benny's. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to Frankie and Benny's. I think, but no, what I mean is you've got to take them somewhere normal. Oh, I see what you mean. You don't want to. You don't want to kind of overload them. So you wouldn't go like Seven Wonders of the World. Yeah, you. Yeah, you just be like. By the way, this this is what people do, and they'd go, ah, oh, cool, all right. Do you think? His... And then you then you start building up, and yeah. then you could be like, check this out. Do you think an alien would get equally as annoyed as I do about Frankie and Benny's turning the lights off every five seconds to sing Happy Birthday to someone? I think they'd find it endearing. Do you in think? Way. Do you think they'd enjoy that? Yeah, because I find it hateful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I reckon they'd like it. But I don't, yeah, but I I just don't think you could go straight in with, like, the big things from no. the get-go. You couldn't be like, this is the Taj Mahal, or yeah. this is this is Niagara Falls, You could, because then they think everything's like that. Although, I so think... So you've got to do a... something, like, n- nice, yeah. but mundane nice. Because I suppose that, I was going to say, there is, like, an Indian takeaway called the Taj Mahal, I'm pretty sure, in Bristol. So maybe start them at that Taj Mahal. Yeah, that would be good. And then break them in. I do love a curry. Mm. Um... Yeah, that could work. Like, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, oh, it's kind of like a, a more of a cross-culture kind of thing there. Yeah. So, yeah, it could could work quite well. Would you like to hear my counterbalance for why I didn't go for Mars? Yes. It's quite a short one, but I thought, yeah, Mars, being the first person on Mars would be quite cool. But the problem I have is all my friends, I say all my friends, <laughs> the small amount of friends and my family would all be back here, and I worry that I'd get quite lonely. Yeah, that's true. And also, there's no... Would I be allowed a period of time prior to my arrival on Mars to build some kind of infrastructure, or am I just arriving straight onto Mars? I think, yeah, no, you're the first one there. So, so there's no there's buildings. N- no, there's, there's just a load of crashed... Uh, Dreams. <laughs> cra- yeah, crashed <laughs> things from like that we've sent up there already. Okay. So you'd be like, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a Mars rover, and, and so on and so forth. See, that would I'd find that a bit depressing. First, but, Yeah, but you'd, you'd be like, you'd go down in history. Yeah, but who could I share that with? The whole human race back home. Well, yeah, but they'd be back home and I'd be up there. And they'd be sat there watching it on TV going, that's pretty cool, Nathan, Nathan's on Mars. Well, Mad. yeah, but I mean, also, the commute to work. Well, you'd be at work. That'd be your job. Well, yeah, but you'd I don't want to my job. I like my current job. Oh. Okay. Bring them with me. Bring them with me. Yeah, okay. Relocate well, yeah. the school up to Mars. Well, there you go. You could be the first person on Mars. First teaching assistant on Mars. First teaching assistant on Mars. First, yeah, first school on Mars. Yeah, that could be, I but mean, what a dream. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'll ask him at work tomorrow. I, I mean, think because <laughs> it would take a long time to get there. Yeah, it would. How uh, long does it take to get to Mars? I didn't actually... Higgins' phone's coming out. <laughs> here we go. He's going to look it up. Um, it's a while, I know that much. I Because they're on about... Um, uh, building or building like a, a almost yeah services a services yeah. on the moon so they go to the moon first fuel up like a halfway house or yeah. whatever they call it and yeah. carry on to mars how many years would it take to get to mars it would take a total journey time uh from earth to mars takes between 150 and 300 days depending on the speed of launch and the alignment of earth and mars well see that's a long time so somewhere between like almost a year uh, or half a year. That's a long time, though. I'm not sure I'm feeling that kind of no. travel length. I mean, you'd get used to it. Yeah. I'm sure you'd have Supposed stuff to do on the way, but you'd you'd have to have like a lot of lot of films to get you'd through. You'd have to make sure you charge your iPod, wouldn't you? So you got yeah. music. Yeah. But 
down. Well, you'd, you'd blast through all of these episodes of Duck Size Horses you, quite quickly. Yeah, that'd be a day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Really? Um, I mean, that's well, that's say three hundred days. That's that's ten episodes there if you listen to one a month. That's great maths. Uh, when we record them, and they do go out monthly. They do. Um, although, yeah, you could listen to you could listen to one every. Oh no! I've tried working <laughs> something out. It's not gone. It started it's, well. No, yeah. It started really well. I confused myself. I started thinking about numbers, and it's all just gone. <laughs> it's all just gone to pot. <laughs> I hope Mister Tushnam's not listening. Um, of course, he's not. Let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I was on the fence about either. Were you? Yeah. Um, because I, I think it'd be really cool. I think it's more achievable within our lifetime to land on Mars. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And I I I'd like a piece of that pie. I'd want to be yeah. hey. Yeah, no, I I yeah, think you've wanted uh, a bit yeah, of the space pie. Yeah, for all, all the all the same reasons you've described, I think meeting an alien would be really cool. Yeah. Um and I would take them to Frankie and Benny's. You would. Um straight away. And we'd have yeah, we and I'd I'd introduce them to you as well. Would I you? think that'd be a really nice thing to do. Um, but I don't know. I just I'd just be worried that they would be disappointed with Do everything, you think so? or that like the um sort of world governments would get involved and they, yeah, oh, they yeah. try and try and capture him yeah, or true. her and or it and do loads of like weird experiments. And on would it. you need paperwork for them? I suppose. I guess so. Yeah. And that could take a long time, visas and stuff. Yeah. So I'm imagining like your sort of archetypal alien, sort of like big round head and big yeah. big round eyes. And Oh, I was thinking of more like the alien from, um, is it Signs, the Mel Gibson thing? Yes. I was yeah. thinking more like that alien. Okay. Um, Effectively a bloke in a suit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or they could just, they could be just be like, um, they could just look like me and you. They could, yeah. I think that'd be weird though. Well, yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I don't think I believe them. If I they think, if yeah. they look like a person and they said, "I I'm I'm from a planet two hundred light years away," I'd be like, "Okay, mate. Yeah, see, great. See you later." Someone's been drinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not even yeah. midday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if they look exactly like me and you? Like a doppelganger. It's yeah. almost like shapeshifter aliens. Yeah. What's How would fi- you? What's the film with shapeshifter aliens? I can only think Doctor Who, mm. but that's not really a film, is it? Anyway, yeah, if they looked exactly like us, that'd be... I'd be a bit creeped out by that. Yeah, that'd be really, really odd. Yeah. Um, it's like the, the spooky story of the... Um, I think it's like a, an internet copy pasta thing. Yeah. Um, a creepy pasta, not copy pasta. <laughs> um, where, like, a boy sees, like, his dad doppelganger and runs outside to give him a hug but he's really standoffish and then his dad runs out and the doppelganger runs away uh yeah whoa creepy story so it could be like that that could yeah that's really creepy um i don't know so why why did you not sort of lean i know you said you were sat on the fence a bit but why did you not lean for mars then I despite because you know, you've said like you say you, you'd like a piece of the space pie and sort of space travel <laughs> space pie. <laughs> uh, I would. I just yeah. I think it'd be it'd be really really cool. But like you said, there's nothing there. Yeah. Barren. Yeah, you'd be like, all right, cool. Like, all right, well, I've seen I've seen this. Yeah. 
Oh, it's 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 more just barren wasteland over there as well, <laughs> I guess. And you know, have you watched The Martian with Matt Damon? No, but I have. Heard very of it. very good film. I'd be just be worried that something like that would happen. I'd get like marooned there, and then I'd have to grow potatoes in my own poo to to live. Um, <laughs> so, spoiler alert! Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Um, I'm never having chips at your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing potatoes in my compost. Tea. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abby won't let me eat them. Yeah. <laughs> she she won't let you near the compost heap <laughs> anymore. <laughs> we're not having bin potatoes. What's she called? It's fine. It's just it's it's, it's well, pot- it beats having bowel potatoes. I suppose. That's very true. That's very true. Um, well, I, I, well, we both sort of settled near enough on the, the We've same answer. Much the same one, haven't we? So I guess it's Are you it's thinking a point each. Yes, is that what you're a thinking? Po- a point each. Why not? Okay. So the score scores remain the same. Well, they don't because they change, don't they? Well, the 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 points difference the remains points difference, yeah. remain the in same. The, in the excitement, I've lost my pen. There we go. I found my pen now. So I'll update the scores. Talk amongst yourselves. Right. So it is now Nathan Hart seventeen. Jack Higgins, 15. Here we go. I need to crawl it back. Beautiful. Beautiful. Episode 32. Yep. He's going to get one more back on the board. I reckon you'll do it, mate. I reckon you'll do it. Um, awesome. So, uh, for episode 32, you can send us in a question. Yes, you can. Would you rather a question? Just like the one we've answered. Just like the previous 30 that we've answered yes, prior to that. we have, yes. Uh, see, I'm getting better at maths. Yeah, I was working on. it out too. I saw you give me a look to, to try and <laughs> is, help you out. Is this right? Yeah, I was like, please don't. Um, my maths is awful. So yeah, you can send us in uh, your would you rather questions to the following places. You can tweet them to us at DSH Podcast. Our Facebook page is Duck Sized Horses. Or you can email them to us at Duck Sized Horses Podcast at gmail.com. When you do that, those that question will be put in our spreadsheet of one day. Which is is growing quite nicely, isn't it? Yeah, it's going um, well. So, and we we're always um, grateful for questions being sent in. It's always it's always a good laugh to look at them, um, and we genuinely don't know what the question's going to be until the Almost spreadsheet like, yeah. of wonder kind of spits it out like a week or so before we record. So it's always exciting. Um, but there's a competition too as well, isn't there, Jack? There is indeed. Which you shall now explain. So you can enter our competition by sending us a photo or a video or any f- any duck or horse related content to us um, to the following places that Nathan yep. just read out, which we'll, we'll recap in a little bit. Yes. Um, or you can leave us a voice message. And somebody's actually done somebody's that. Somebody's done that today and they, they've taken uh, issue with... They have. With some of the the stuff we said in our previous episode, which go back and listen to yeah. it, but here's a little brief rundown. So the last episode, um, we talked about uh, sweating honey. We did sweating honey and, and, and smelling like a skunk. Uh, yeah, and the the pros and cons of such. Yeah. Uh, one of our our cons about sweating honey was that you wouldn't be able to sell it because you wouldn't make any money from yeah it. i believe you made that point higgins and uh tom's got in touch to to say this. i could sell sweat at a profit i could no i could sell honey at a profit if i was sweating honey i have to take issue with the idea that my honey would be a loss leader if it was coming out of my pores it's it's free all I need is a jar, and I can sell it as organic honey out of my armpits at six quid a jar, and it's pure profit. 
this makes me very angry because I, I honey is awful and I hate honey and I hate everything about honey and it smells awful and it tastes awful and I hate it and it's the worst and yet I still find myself angry about the idea that honey is it's gonna be a lust leader out of my pores. It's not it's not it's not true. It's not true. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Tom mate, is everything all right at home? <laughs> you sounded so angry. <laughs> um that well, was hilarious. <laughs> uh let's so, so uh a, some clarity and a and a retort. Can I just say six quid, Tom? Yeah, you know what I mean that's that's pretty good. That's four. I don't know if I'd buy it. I I'm, reckon... not, I'm not spending six quid on armpit, honey. <laughs> yeah, again, right. So, yeah, you, you, you've already lost two customers. <laughs> yeah, so I'm you, out. Yeah, you can I'm keep out. your armpit, honey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no no thanks. But, yeah, so uh, if you want to be like Tom... And get really angry about and, something that doesn't matter at all... <laughs> and leave us a message, potentially about aliens... Yep. Uh, or going to Mars, and why why we're we're terrible? Yeah, why we're awful people, according to Tom. <laughs> and own yourself a rubber duck in the process. Yeah, you can click on the little link in the description for this podcast on your favorite podcast app or in your browser, and you can leave us a message. And just like we have them there, we'll we'll give you a little play. We will on yes. our next episode. Uh, so the places you can find us again to enter our competition are... So once you've got, as Jack says, your picture of a duck, a horse or both or something duck or horse related, you can tweet them to us at DSH Podcast. Our Facebook page is Duck Sized Horses or you can email them to us at DuckSizedHorsesPodcast at gmail.com. Whilst you're on your computer, tablet, phone, whatever it may be, if you've ever missed an episode or you want to go over previous episodes so that you can get cross and send us a voice message, <laughs> then you can check them out at our website, www.ducksizedhorsespodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes that we've done and some previous competition entrants if you want an idea of what we accept. But we're not very strict, are we, Higgins? Absolutely not. We're quite loose and free with the, the sort of criteria for the competition. So, yeah, just get involved. We really do love hearing from you. Absolutely, um, right. I guess we're we're off to. Well, no, we're not off to Mars. We're not off to Mars now. We're off to find an alien. See you next time. See you later. This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. <laughs>